Hi, I'm Lucas Martinez. I'm on Culture Matters, an international business podcast. When you're developing your international business, one thing is often forgotten cultural differences. The Culture Matters International Business Podcast does exactly that. Focus on international business and cultural differences. Chris and Peter guide you through the maze of business and cultural differences in every podcast episode. Get the global perspective here at the Culture Matters International Business Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to the Culture Matters Podcast. My name is Chris Mitt. We are on episode number 162. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, then please do so. You can find us in pretty much everywhere where you can find a podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, um, and what have you. Indeed, uh, Amazon also. That's the latest edition that we've got. Today's guest is Lucas Martinez. Lucas Martinez is the co-founder and co-CEO of Talent.com, the fast-growing global par- player in next-generation job search platforms that is connecting the world to work. With more than 30 million jobs available in 78 countries and 29 languages. Listen on, it's going to be an interesting interview. Good morning. No, actually, good afternoon, because I know we're in the same time zone. Lucas, welcome. Welcome to the Culture Matters podcast. How are you? Very good. Thank you, Chris. Uh, again, very happy to be here uh, uh, with you today. Okay, that's good. All right. So we, I start this, this, this question always, which takes, gives me enough time to go and make some coffee. Here's the question. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you come from or where do you think you come from? Where are you now at this moment while we're doing the recording? And what would you consider your so-called cultural frame of reference? And a cultural frame of reference is usually not your two weeks in Cancun on holiday. That doesn't give you a lot of cultural frame, uh, reference. It can, but it's not necessarily. So go ahead. Yeah, that's a yeah. So that's an interesting question. I think uh-huh. by now it's uh, it's very difficult for me to say exactly where I'm from. Um, I was born and raised in in, in Geneva in Switzerland. I'm the I'm, I'm a son of uh, of Spanish immigrants uh, in in Geneva. So my first language are both Spanish and French. I still consider French being my 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 first language though. Um, uh, I grew up in, in, in Geneva and Switzerland, um, traveled a lot because I did quite a few, like I played a lot of sports, um, traveled a lot, mainly in Europe. Um, and when I graduated, I, I wanted to leave the, the so-called European dream. So, uh, I moved to the UK, um, I spent actually like close to five years in the UK, uh, mm-hmm. between London and Liverpool. Um, I was, I was an ERP consultant, so I was traveling a lot. They used to send me like three months uh, between three to six months per country. So I spent quite a bit of time in, uh, in Taiwan, uh, Australia, New Zealand, uh, the US, Ireland as well. Um, then I, then I moved to the, to, to, to the UAE. I spent, uh, I spent, uh, you know, uh, close to, uh, uh, close to two years, uh, between, between London and Dubai, mostly in Dubai, traveling in the GCC area. Um, and this is when we, we created, uh, you know, talent.com. At uh, the time called Nouveau, and this is when I moved to Montreal um, and spent 10 years uh, in Montreal. Uh, so basically, I, I became, you know, an adult, had kids, got married, everything in Canada. So I'm, a, I'm a Canadian citizen as well now, so I'm Swiss, Spanish, Canadian, and uh, traveled extensively throughout North America, married a Colombian uh, lady, so uh, traveled a lot in, uh, in, 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 in Colombia and Latin America. Latin America in general, and for the last uh, year, past past year, now I moved to to Barcelona, where we have a new office, 
And so here I am now in the in the CET time zone uh, wow. in in Barcelona. Okay, for those of you who don't know what CET is, Central European Time Zone, <laughs> which is well Western Europe, Europe, uh, including including uh, up until Poland, right? Belarus will will shift one hour. Anyway, um, so you either started when you were twelve, or you're in your sixties <laughs> now. How do you how do you if if you add that all up? Come on, this is not possible for a human being. <laughs> no, the thing is, I think. Well, you know what? Um, I I left <clears throat> Switzerland when I was 23. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, during those five years in the in the UK, um, you know, there was a I was officially based in the UK, but this is when I traveled a lot as well. Yeah. This is when I went to Asia and uh, and uh, and you know as well as the UAE. Um, and so um, you know, I think like really in the UK, there were like uh, three full years, uh, and the rest were were basically traveling all around. And so when I was 20, when I was 27, that's when I, or 28, I moved to the, I moved to the, to Canada, um, and uh, and then 10 years uh, in Canada, and now I'm supposed to be 39. So you know, okay. <laughs> a year here in Barcelona. All right. Entonces podemos 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 continuar en español si quieres. Podríamos continuar en español um, también o en francés o como quieras. Pero no no vamos a hacerlo. <laughs> because the majority of the audience is uh, mostly English speaking. It's about 50% in the US and 50% the rest of the world. Um, so, but we're not really to talk about your childhood and your travels. That's uh, that's not what this, this is about. This is the Culture Matters podcast on international business. So let's talk about um, business. And um, and I know you, you started the company talent.com. If I'm not mistaken, but judging by the names in, in the discrepancy by two um french speaking swiss swiss friends yeah is that correct so so, so as we, we we created the company with like two with two swiss french yeah um and uh, one quebecer um and who spent quite a bit of his life as well in switzerland so uh-huh. the, the the common city here is geneva in switzerland so a, a very international city yeah um and uh ben who uh the Quebecer from Canada had the uh, the original idea and already had moved to Montreal at the time, and this is when Max and I basically decided to 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 follow him on, on this crazy adventure, and this is when we moved to uh, to to Montreal. I can imagine. I think I mean, you could you could I guess you would could be able to become a millionaire by simply selling your domain name talent.com. <laughs> yeah, I think this is something that um, you know, like we we used to be called Nouveau. Um, and nouveau means advisor in Suomi, so in Finnish. Uh-huh. And uh, and because you know when you start and you have no resources and the money and like you're getting into the job space, good luck finding a great domain name. Um, yeah. And so what happened is that as we grew and as we knew that we wanted to become a brand, and you know if you wanna if you wanna work with SMBs, you know you need to be a brand. Um, and for those of you that are for those of the audience who are not familiar. So it's like small and medium-sized businesses, okay. you know, when they post jobs, um, they need to know who you are. And so this is why um, one of the reasons why we wanted to basically change our name. Uh, and since the company grew, we were lucky enough that Talent.com was for sale um, and uh, and we were able to snitch it. Good. Good for you. Um, so Talent.com, just explain to us in, in a few sentences what you do. It might sound obvious, but nonetheless... And then I've got a few follow-up questions about this. So we have we are a job search website 
Um, today, we uh, what we do, we, we index content. So we scrape jobs from every single career website in the planet in 79 countries and in, two, in 22 languages. So our promise to candidates is to find every single job available on the web from large companies on our platform, a bit like Google, but for jobs. And so we monetize through pay-per-click advertising. So the co companies are displayed for free and have the opportunity to sponsor their job listings um, and have the candidates redirected directly uh, to their career sites. And, and, and as, soon, as soon as somebody clicks on, I want to become a waiter in this and this restaurant, whatever, then um, that click costs that company money, which you pocket, at least partly. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Now, I, I knew what you did because I saw that in, I read that in your introduction, but evidently the audience didn't or doesn't, now they do. Uh, what made you start this company? And I was thinking, you're not the only one in this space. There, there are more organizations that do something similar or comparable. Isn't this a saturated business that you're in? Yeah, so... I think the idea when we started, um, and Ben had the original idea here, my co-founder, um, mm -hmm. was, you know, like traditional job boards at the time, you had to post a job, right? Like as a company, when you needed to find someone, a candidate or an employee, you would post and pay for, 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 for a job to be displayed on their site. Mm -hmm. And so as a candidate, you would only see jobs uh, that companies would be ready to pay for you know, yeah. on those traditional job sites. And so we wanted to make sure that by scraping every single job around, candidates will have the opportunity to see everything. Uh, so instead of seeing just a few jobs in a particular economy, you would see everything. And the particular thing about our space is that it's not a one player takes it all. Um, and so, you know, um, candidates go on average on 14 different sites when they look for jobs, just because they have different um, different search results, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and, and jobs, the job search process is very, very aspirational. And people imagine themselves in different, in different positions, jobs, geographies, industries. And as long as you provide relevant, um, uh, results as a job site, you have, um, you could have an audience. And so it's a bit like a TV. And so you just don't not necessarily have one TV, right? You have different different TVs that you look at and different channels that you look at. And this is what we are. Uh, one of a one of a main generalist large channel that exists today in the industry. Okay. And and so I, because a follow up question um, uh, could have been or would have been, what makes you different? And that's the thing that you you are you're the collective or the collector if you want for from the the monster boards the stepstone uh these are the the two the tools that came that came to mind um when i was looking for jobs but that was 100 years ago so in, in terms of of culture as such in which countries are you most active uh, so we are um as in in terms of revenues the larger countries are the uh, the usual suspects so the us um canada uh, the uk France, Germany, um, Benelux, um, Switzerland, uh, you know, like that, that would be the, the, the usual suspects that you would think of. Um, in terms of our people, um, we are based in Montreal. That's uh, our headquarters in, are in Montreal. We have, uh, we have a U.S. headquartered in Chicago. Uh, we have, um, as well as an engineering um, HQ in, in, in Colombia, in Medellin. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have uh, a European headquarter in Lausanne in Switzerland, as well as uh, an, uh, offices uh, in uh, in London, in Paris, in Amsterdam and Barcelona. Okay. Yeah. And, and offices are, are physical buildings, um, bricks and, and... Yeah, what I mentioned here are physical offices, yes. Okay, that's cool. But, but you mentioned the US, Canada, the UK, Benelux, Germany. Um, and is that... Are these people, okay, the U.S. is a big country, but take Benelux, for instance, Benelux in Germany and, and France, you said also. Uh, is it, are then people in France looking for jobs in France or is it, are there, are there Germans that want to move to France and find, trying to find a job in their their profession? Yeah, so do you ha- it really depends on the countries. Obviously, you, you you as I mentioned before, I think the job search is extremely aspirational, and some some people are looking to move countries. And mm-hmm. so you would have you would have some countries that are, um, that attract a lot of foreign workers. Exactly. And so the, the U.S. is one, Canada is another, um, the U.K., uh, the Netherlands, uh, Switzerland. Switzerland is very strong. As well as Germany, these are the countries I would say that attract the most foreign workers mm-hmm. um, in, in on our platform. Okay, and so that that is an interchange of cultures then. And so, so yes, so you have as 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 a candidate, you have the opportunity to look for jobs uh, in every single in in every single country, basically. Yeah. So we do not, you know, like. Uh, Put a firewall and do not let you look for jobs in those countries. The idea here is that people can actually look for jobs everywhere. Anywhere, okay. And is so. And, and the only you're the the if you want, maybe I'm using an incorrect word. You're the in, the, the um, intermediates between the the job seeker and the company who's looking for for people, and and that's where it stops. You don't provide any other. I don't know, um, visa services or uh, cultural uh, onboarding or, you know, stuff like that. The, the, the extra bits and pieces for for the, the, the for the client, for both sides, actually, for the, yeah. the, no, right. yeah. the client to 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 be successful with each other. Yeah. So today, no, today the, the, we stop really at, um, you know, we, we are a marketplace, basically, and we, uh-huh. we really help candidates find those jobs. Um, but once the candidate leaves our website, we lose control, and yeah. we don't know if that person is uh, is uh, is being is, is being hired or not. And we count on our clients to let us know when when they find uh, people through our platform. Okay, that's interesting. Is there are there in your in your how long have you been doing this now? Uh, eleven years for now. Yeah, so tell them years. from just eleven years now. Yeah, so it was Nouveau, uh, but the last uh, for the last three years now, it's been called Talent.com. Nearly three years. Okay. How did how did you survive the this whole Corona pandemic? Well, the 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 the, the great thing about our industry is that um, we we work well through economical cycles, economic mm-hmm. cycles, um, because when employers um, you know, when, when employees don't need to hire because the economy is not doing well, example, during the, the, the during COVID, um, candidates come more often on the platform. Um, and maybe employers spend less and invest less into hiring. So our average cost per clicks, which is our model, are yeah. lower, but yeah. candidates come more because they are looking for jobs. And and so that allows us to actually get more clicks. Um, you can get so, more volume in this case. E- exactly. And when it's the other way around, 
um, you know, when candidates are not looking for jobs and um, and employers are desperately looking for sure. for people, which is kind of what's happening in the U.S. right now. Well, the cost per clicks are higher. Employers are ready to invest more, and so that you know uh, allows yeah. us to actually monetize more despite having less candidates. So, so that's why we we're able to ca- actually navigate those cycles. Okay, that's interesting. And thank you for sharing and being so open and how how that's how that works internally. So that's I think the audience will will appreciate that. Are there in okay, are there cultures that you find easier to find, to place and or to work with? It's a, actually three questions in one. Well, you've answered one of them because you don't, don't really find clients, they find you. Right? Yes. So is there is it What's your experience in terms of, of placement? Is it easier to put a German in the Benelux or to put a Canadian in uh, France or, you know, that, that, that crisscross fertilization? Yeah, that's, that's, that's an interesting question. And I think um, I will speak more of my personal experience uh-huh. and as well as the company experience by hiring a lot, of, uh, a lot of people from all around the world. I think we have more than 25 nationalities now working at, uh, at Talent.com. And so... I think you have different countries um, that work in a different way. You know, like if you work in in a country like Spain, for example, um, Spain has a very strong culture, and you would be completely embedded in the culture, um, and people will be will be will will love that about Spain. That's what they come here as well. Is that because they really love that culture? The same happens in Brazil, for example. Um, uh, then in in, in in the in the more Anglo-Saxon world, I would say, and I'm, I'm talking about what I know most here is mainly here the U.S. or Canada. Um, those countries are a bit more like a bit more open in a sense that everyone is allowed to kind of live in their own life, their own way. You know, that's more like how people see things, um, and people live more in in, in communities. Um, and so you can come from pretty much anywhere around the world, uh, and 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 find what you're looking for in in those countries because you have people that are like you know that look like you or that that feel like you or that have the same you know like um uh you know interest than you are because it's more community based and so I would say um it's it's it it really depends on the countries um I don't I don't think there is one that is necessarily easier than other i just find it's different some some okay. countries integrate a lot and some countries you know like are super open and it's like a, hey come and live the way uh you 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 always lived you know yeah okay that's good that's interesting i i do a bit of research i don't prepare a lot for these podcasts and that's not necessarily because i'm lazy i just prefer to go with the flow and see what comes out um but i did look have a look at your um your linkedin profile And I found a very interesting thing here. You did you you did at the University of Liverpool. Um, you did a master's in business football. Um, what went wrong, or no? What changed? Really? <laughs> no, I um when I when I used to uh, when when I, when I was a uh, a child, I'd say I started very very early to play uh, table tennis, and so I, I traveled all around Europe. And play competitions you know like oh, there was a lot of fun at the time i i played like 20 hours trained 20 hours a, a week um and 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 so i had the, the sports bug from very early i always loved 
every single sport around. And I always wanted to work in sports. Um, I started. I had a business degree, but like it, I always found it hard to work in the in the in the in the, in the, in the business world of sports. Um, and so, um, you know, I decided like, hey, I wanna I, I wanted to do a master's degree and I wanted to work in sports. And uh, it I thought that you know, I loved football and I thought that maybe a master's degree in 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 football management would actually allow me to. Um, you know, be be able to actually work in the sports industry, and uh, and uh, and what happened is that when I when I graduated, um, the, the 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 wages that I would get, you know, in London were actually lower than I was than I was getting before as an ERP consultant, and I was living by myself, you know, uh, in London. So it was a bit hard to justify getting into the the industry just for just for love. Um, I think that, that most of the money goes to players uh, in, in those kind of industries and specifically football um, or if otherwise you need to work in government bodies like, you know, like uh, sports federations and things like that or in sports brands as well. But that's that was a bit uh, um, it, it was not that easy to get into this as well. And so I just decided, you know, to to move past it and actually work in in an industry that uh, that that would uh, that would give me a decent wage so that I could yeah, afford right. to live in London. <laughs> okay. That is cool. All right. That's so okay. So thank you for for um, for sharing that with us. It's interesting if you look at the past how where you end up, uh, which which can can be so totally different. Yes. I mean, 100%. I I ended I ended up in doing a business which is relatively close to my education. Uh, so, um, but it's interesting to see somebody who who did a master's in football. Uh, in football industry, I'm reading it from my my screen here, and, and ending up in a with a company called Talent.com. What what's what's the future for Talent.com? What are you? What are the aspirations still at this moment? Yeah, so I think for us, it's uh, you know there are several players in the industry, as I mentioned, yeah. um, and we want to be one. We want to be in the in the midterm. We want to become Pepsi's to Coke. Uh, and so there is a very large player um, called Indeed.com, which is number one right now in the world. And we wanna we wanna compete and we wanna be number two. That's the objective in the in the in the, in the midterm. Right now we work extremely well uh, with, uh, with in Europe mainly in EMEA, uh, North America, and uh, and 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 the South America. And our goal is to expand uh, in the, in APAC. Um, and to make to really become a global a global player in terms of mm-hmm. traffic, you know, candidate traffic that comes on our platform and that finds a job. Today mm-hmm. we have around half a million people that find a job every single month throughout the planet on our platform, and then the goal is uh, is to double this number, uh, uh, you know, a, as fast as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but it's also to focus on our our on our SMBs. Um, historically, we didn't have much resources to actually really you know, go beyond what we're doing and the mm-hmm. latest around the financing really allowed us to to start thinking more and invest more into our into our into our in SMB clients as well. And this is where this is where we had it. Okay. That's that's pretty ambitious, but if you don't have no ambition, then you know you, you're not gonna go anywhere really. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's good to hear. Um okay, I'd I'd like to move on towards the uh, uh, the last couple of questions that I have for you. Um then one that I prepped you for before we started this um, <laughs> uh, this interview. So it's for the audience, from your own experience, or maybe well your own and also your your professional experience, being what you're or doing what you're doing with Talent.com. 
can you give us three tips to become more culturally competent? Well, I think I think the first one is in, in, in speaking languages. Actually, uh -huh. I think it helps a lot. Um, the, the the idea of, uh, of you know when you speak a language, you don't. It's not only about the language. It's it's a culture. Mm -hmm. um, and the more languages you speak, the more lives you live because you actually can understand and appreciate culture. It's good things and it's bad things, and you can actually get along with people or not. And you you will it's it's gonna always be easier for you to integrate if you if you if you speak a language. Um, and so I think this is the the, the first one. And so when you think about culture, I think uh, communication is 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 is, uh, is, uh, is key. So that that would be the first one. The second one. Um, um, the the second one is is travel. Uh -huh. The second one is travel. Um, I think uh, you, you, one of the reasons why Europeans are so strong and love culture is because we 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 we've been traveling in every single country around Europe for for a long time, and that's why we appreciate when we do business in Europe. And I think we we, we the things that we do are extremely right. Uh, when, when, when doing business in Europe, because we understand that every single country works in a different way, um, because we've been there, we spend time there, we have friends from all those places. So I think that traveling, um, uh, traveling all around the world, uh, really, really helps to understand, uh, to understand, to understand the cultures. Mm -hmm. I spent some time, I spent like close to three months in Russia. Um, and you know, like just, just being three months in Russia allows me to, you know, think in a different way about like how the the Russians work, how the how their culture works, how to approach business with them yeah. as well. You know, and I think this is. I'm not saying that living there for like obviously living there and speaking a language obviously help, but like just appreciate the culture and traveling. I think is by traveling is a is a is a is extremely um, is extremely important. And then I think that <clears throat> I think my last point here is going to be more on the. On, on the business perspective as well here is like, you know, when you think about culture today in, on, on, in business, like I come from like very federalistic countries, you know, like Switzerland and now Canada as well, which is my adoptive country, uh, which are two very federalist, you know, type of uh, societies. And, uh, and this is how I see, and actually we see, and we talk about a lot about it with, uh, with my co-founders. And this is how we see culture in a, in a business, you know, like, uh, we think that cultural should, culture should not be federal, but it should be provincial. It should always be at a lower level. You know, you should you should not try to push too much on, you know, like on 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 like one country should not try to force a culture on on everyone. And I think this is something that we've been extremely careful about, and I think that people appreciate at time.com is that you know the U.S. has its own culture. Um, the Swiss have their own culture. Yeah. Um, the French as well. Um, and I think this is something that we really try to cultivate is that um, culture has to be local. And if you if, if you understand that, I think um, like, like you, you, your people will always ultimately appreciate it. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we should do some cultural awareness workshops for your uh, for your 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 crew, your your tribe. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Well, think about it. Anyways, the last question is not about doing uh, workshops together. The last question is, how can people get in touch with you if they want to? Yeah so, I'm ex yeah, so I'm, 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 you know, like I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I try to answer everyone that uh, that, uh, that sends me, drops me a line, or tries to connect. I'm always happy to uh, uh, 
to meet new interesting people in our industry and others. So please, uh-huh. not LinkedIn. LinkedIn. you prefer LinkedIn. That's your your. Yes. Yeah. LinkedIn is always the best one because my inbox receives like so much stuff that it goes straight to the spam nowadays okay. without even me noticing. <laughs> That's good. All right. Well, thank you so so much, Lucas Martinez from talent.com. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll bump into each other in the future. Thank awesome. you. Thank you very much, Chris. Really appreciate the time you spent with me today. Bye. Thanks, Lucas. Again, um, this is the end of the Culture Matters podcast, episode number 162. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. That will be great. And if you could leave a review in iTunes, if you're subscribing there, that would even make be better. Thank you for that. The music you hear in the background is from Ben Sound. Really, B-E-N-S-O-U-N-D, bensound.com. Check it out on bensound.com. My name is Chris Smith, and this was the Culture Matters Podcast. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. And two weeks ago, in episode 161, we talked about humor and cultural diversity. So make sure you check that out as well. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Overlooking cultural differences when you're developing your business internationally can be the biggest mistake you can make. Let Chris and Peter help you avoid those mistakes. Get in touch now. Go to culturematters.com. Thank you.